This gospel message is brought to you by the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Fountain of Love, Aberdeen, UK. Open your heart to receive this life-changing Word of God. center of all that we do. Let men look beyond men and look up to you. Father, let every name fade away until there is only you. Until there is only you. Until there is only you. In the name of Jesus. Father, we cry for your power here this afternoon. Release your power. Release your fire. Release your power. Release your fire. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Hallelujah. Please take your seat in the wonderful presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. By the grace of God, this month, as you and I all know, the Lord has given it to us as our month of glory. Amen. Our month of glory. And for those who are probably worshiping with us for the first time, or you were not here when the declaration was made, usually the Lord blesses us with a word every month. And we have come to embrace those words because it is our access to the supernatural. Hallelujah. When God does a thing in the supernatural, it is by his word. Amen. So we have received that word every now and then he sends it to us, we receive it. And we have seen that manifest in our midst in diverse ways. And so today I'm still going to look at glory. Amen. I'm still going to look at glory. I want to take the time. I know today is Thanksgiving service, but I want us to just look at shining even in the midst of glory. Shining, I mean, shining even in darkness. Shining in darkness even as glory comes upon us. Amen. Our text, the passage the Lord gave us this month is Haggai chapter 2 verse 9. Haggai chapter 2 and verse 9. Haggai 2, 9. Amen. It says, the glory of this latter temple shall be greater than the former, says the Lord of hosts. And in this place, I will give peace, says the Lord of hosts. Amen. The glory of the latter. The glory of the latter. It means the former had a glory, but that glory, amen, it's not what we are going to see. The one we will see now, it's greater. You know, yesterday, my, my, my daughter came and we, we were talking. I said, okay, read this passage for me. If you will read it, it's in what translation? She said, I didn't know about that. I think something ICV. And that one says something like, the new temple will be more beautiful. Beautiful. 
And this morning I was just looking at it, it will be more beautiful. It is not beauty quarter. It is not beauty half. It is beautiful. Full beauty. Amen. So, and I was looking at that, you know, this week, the, the, the tennis competition, Wimbledon has been going on. And there's this young girl who came into the scene. Hallelujah. I don't know how many of you have been watching, but there's this young girl, Coco, who just came into the scene. And we were looking at her, analyzing her with the person that she defeated, you know, some few days before her last match, which is Venus Williams. Amen. Venus is 39. That girl is 15. If Venus had decided to, to have kids, that girl would have been her. And I was looking at this whole thing, and I said, look, if you knew Venus in her days, and you look at this girl and seeing that this is another, that glory, if you knew that glory, if you knew that person, I mean, this girl in the days of Venus Williams, she will not receive her serve. But because she has overstayed there beyond when she is supported, she has allowed this small, this new glory, this beautiful one, small 15-year-old girl, beat her, and then she's asked her, go on retirement. <laughs> glory. I don't know what it is. If I were the one, my wife, I said, if I, if I, if, if I was the one who, I will retire and go and meet the girl and tell her I want to. My, my next tennis career starts with you. The next phase of my career, I will concentrate. Because you see the girl, she looks like her. And that's why I said, you know, for, I was just looking at it in this, you know, regard. Seeing her in her beauty days, seeing this one now. Isaiah chapter 60. That's where we're going to take our message from. Hallelujah. Isaiah 60 from verse 1. Isaiah chapter 60. Amen. It says, Arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. Verse 2, please. For behold, behold, darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people. But the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory, and his glory, and his glory, and his glory shall be seen upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. Let's move on to verse 3. Please. 3. And the Gentiles shall come to thy light, and kings to the brightness of thy rising. And I was looking at this. It says, Arise, shine, for your light has come. Your light has come. Not that there was not light. There was no light. But that light has dimmed. Because if you go back to Haggai, he says that the latter will be greater 
than the former. The light was there. But in between, something must have happened that is making God to now say, look, I am going to yet send another light. And in this passage that we read, one of the, the thing, one thing that caught my attention there that I, I, I want us to look at, we'll run through it before we just look at shining even in, in, in darkness, is the word darkness itself. Darkness. Darkness. It said gross darkness shall cover the earth, cover the people. Gross darkness. And I looked at it. Darkness refers to, I, saw, I just picked out three things out of, you know, the, the many things that you could, you could work out. I saw th- three things. Iniquity. Iniquity. And I saw, it said, gross darkness. So when you change it, when you look at it, gross iniquity shall cover. And look around you, people. The level of the level of the level of lies that are going that is going on in our, our society our community two year old if a two year old lies to you today where did the child learn it from gross iniquity shall cover gross iniquity we are seeing things that we never saw before You, you, you know, it's some countries that when we talk about the corruption there, when we talk about the bribery, we think it only happens in some countries, isn't it? I know in some of those countries, they are, like they say even in some of those countries, their own wear clothes. That's the difference. But corruption happens even in the, in the societies that you don't even think it will happen. I know one of the things that somebody has said to me here was that, look, corruption, is it in your language? Corruption is not in my language. If you, have, if you check corruption in most of the other languages, apart from the language that the word itself is coined, you find out that it's, a, it's something that you have coined. Because, for instance, in Hausa, it's a whole sentence. Yeah, corruption in Hausa is a whole ching han ching. It's a whole, you know, it's a whole. So, but we see it different level, different. That's iniquity, and it's everywhere. People look at you sometimes, and you when you don't even do some of those things, like are you in the same world that we are? I say, growth, gross darkness, darkness. They're wondering, are you in the same place? But. Of course, the Bible warns us in Timothy, Second Timothy chapter three. It says, "What perilous times will what will come? Perilous times. These are the times that we are. It's like it's fast forwarding. Things are just moving. Iniquity. The speed with which the thing is going. And that's and despite all of that, God says, in the midst of it, you will rise and shine. He said, in the midst of it." rise and shine. None of us, none of us will be caught in darkness. Name of Jesus. So don't be surprised with the growing up. Growing up as a child, we, 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 until tomorrow, I still know that one. Till tomorrow, I know. Growing up as a child, till tomorrow, I know that we have two gender. But now, 
it has a formula and a color. And we don't know where it's going to end. It's part of the iniquity. It's part of the darkness. It's part of it. But in the midst of that, you will arise and you will shine in the name of Jesus. The second thing I saw about darkness is wickedness. Wickedness, increase in satanic activity. The devil is doing his final overtime because what? Why? Time is running because time is running against him. He's doing his final overtime. So wickedness is increasing. Look around you and see the level of wickedness. Look around you and see, hear of the wicked things that happen. You, you know, father doing something to his, to his own child or mother doing this to her own the one you took, you carried for nine months with all of the things, and yet you hear that same person, that same mother, that the child got her angry and she killed? Wickedness. The devil doing over time. That's a gross darkness. Oh, no, let's not even talk about some of the ones that we hear. Father and mother. I was one I was, I was you know, reading sometimes ago. The man, father. And mother ganging up together to do very, very terrible, insane things to their own children and making money out of it. Wickedness. We need to understand the necessity of glory and do anything possible to latch onto it. John 5, 19 says to us, encourages us, that Jesus said, I will tell you the truth. The son can do nothing alone. You can do nothing alone. The son, does not do only, the son only does what he sees the father do. God expects us to do what he, if we call ourselves as, uh, the children of God, then we should do what we see the father do. Number three, darkness. Number three, darkness. I call it lightlessness. The absence of light. That's the one that I looked at the whole thing. I sat there and I was, I was looking as I was, I was looking as I was seeing many things. The absence of light. Confusion. Lack of direction. So when you look at it, you put it that way. Confusion or lack of direction shall cover the earth. But in the midst of it, God will arise. God will arise through you. God will arise through you in the name of Jesus. Confusion. The absence of light equals darkness. The absence of direction equals confusion. Governments everywhere confused. Society confused. You know everywhere is confusion. Confusion. Woman changed to man. Man changed to woman. People looking to change to something. Confusion. That's the darkness. Gross darkness. And such that, you know, the society is so confused that if, if we as believers are not careful, we'll be confused. We'll be preaching confused messages. Because we want to please the generation. We want to please them. We want to please the society. We want to go with what the society is saying. So at the end of the day, we just preach confused messages. But God said, I will arise. You will arise and shine. I will arise and I will shine in the midst of it all. Confusion. 
You know, the generation is so confused. And the worst of it with the internet, oh, you go in there, you see one confused man leading even confused people. And you're, you're, you're just, where are we heading to? Everybody saying something. And everybody saying what he cannot say. You know, there's a way, um, or a robot put it, he says, everybody is saying anything, but not anybody has what to say. That's how it is. That's the confusion that we are. Confusion. Confused person trying to lead confused people, going to a confused destination, no direction, nothing. Anyone, somebody that cannot see you on the road and even tell you anything. Then once the person picks, sometimes when you read some of those things, you, you just wonder, where are you talking from? Confusion. And yet people, some people are pressing like, 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 or just, you know, some kind of. And then when you ask the person why you like, you know, why you do it, why you, it's, the person is confused too. I, I, I remember one of uh, Nigerian's late musicians. He's a Confucian break bone. Because that was how the Confucian was, the way he could describe it. He's a Confucian break bone. Double wahala for dead body. <laughs> Praise the Lord. The Lord will help us. The Lord will help us. But in the midst of it all, in the midst of it, a glory shall arise. A glory shall arise. You will shine. I will shine. In the name of Jesus. So let's go to this glory. What value does this glory have? What is, why do we need the glory? Why, why do we need this glory? What value has it got to us? Number one value there is that glory shields God's people from the wickedness that is in the darkness. The glory of God, when it comes, it shields God's people. Isaiah chapter 4 verse 5. Isaiah 4 5. Yes, he said, then the Lord will create above even dwelling places of, on, uh, of Mount Zion and above her assemblies a cloud and a smoke by day and the shining of a flaming fire by night. For over all the glory, there will be a covering. The glory shields God's people from wickedness. It shields from all kinds of missiles. Whether the missiles are coming from whatever kind of combination of whoever from your village, it shields you from it. The glory shields you. It's an anti-ballistic shield. It doesn't matter where it's fired from. It will cover you. It will shield you. So whatever you do, whatever you do, Whatever you do, don't live without the glory of God. Moses said, if I found favor, if I found favor in your sight, show me your glory. The man knew. Check all the pastors in the world. Moses was one of the pastors that went through most difficult times. But yet he, was, he, he, he still went through it. He weathered the storm. Why? And he asked God, said, show, if I found favor, just show me your glory. Show me your glory. And when he saw God's glory, things changed for him. Show me your glory. Because no matter how wicked the person is, he cannot penetrate God's glory. It cannot. Your wickedness cannot penetrate God's, God's glory. 
I always remind the devil of the beauty of the glory of God, uh, that you are connected to. You know, sometimes we don't even tell him. That's why he comes. But always remind him of the beauty of that glory that you are connected to. Hallelujah. Number two, the glory helps people to stand out in the midst of darkness. The glory helps you and I, God's children, to stand out in the midst of darkness. Darkness comes around you to bring you down. Anything darkness, all its intention is just to bring you down. It's just to pull your name down. It's just to just give you that bad name that you are not. That's what darkness does. Brings your identity down. Brings, brings you to a place of conformity with whatever other person is doing. That's what darkness does. But God is saying in the midst of that, you will shine and be outstanding. In the name of Jesus. You, you and I will shine. And number three, Number three value of uh, glory. It grants God's people direction in the midst of darkness. It grants God's people direction in the midst of uh, darkness. Glory is a direction giver. Glory is our Christian sat-nav. In Luke chapter 2, from verse 8, when the shepherds, when when the angel appeared to the shepherds and declared to them what was going to happen, he gave them directions. He gave them instructions of what was going to happen. He directed them. Glory directed them. When you read all of those accounts, you see so many things that happened, you know, with, with those shepherds out there. Because as the glory came, suddenly praise busted out from the heavenlies. Praise. It gives direction. He directed them. He told them exactly what others didn't hear, what others didn't know. He gave them that instruction. They go and do this. Go to so-and-so a place. This is it. But they were also expectant because as at that time, everybody was expecting the glory, was expecting the coming of this Messiah. Some have waited and waited and were not even sure what was going to happen. Can I dare say to you that the glory can only come if you are expecting it? You know, when, if you are not ready for anything God is about to do to you, it won't, it won't come until you are ready. I had somebody, you know, telling a story and he said, he met a, 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 a man who was in his 40s, early 40s. Man wasn't married. He didn't have anything he was doing and so on. And he thought, okay, I'm going to help you out. You, you know, they were classmates. He said, I'm going to help you out with some money. So he said, okay, I'll give you such so, so amount of money. But what are you going to, what business or what do you want to do with it? Since you said you've been jobless, you've been this. The man said, I'll go and pray about it and I'll come back to you. As at the time the man was telling this story, he said that was over one year. That person has not come back. It means he was not even prepared. Can I dare challenge us this morning or this afternoon? If we want this glory, if we need this glory, we must be prepared to receive this glory. And the glory will give us direction. In the name of Jesus. The next thing is glory impacts God's people with strength. Glory impacts God's people with strength and vitality to withstand the stress of the time. We live in a time that has the capacity to reduce your strength. You don't need to just even be lying in your bed to be weak. Some things that you eat alone, they make you... I was, <laughs> again, yesterday, I was telling my wife, I said, look, I said, see, see, 
the two goals Nigeria conceded yesterday was from the same defender. The same defender. And I said to her, I said, you know what? I said, she, she said why? I said, because the guy is heavy. So, this, those guys, they just, they took note of that. In three minutes, they used him and scored two goals. Why? You know, some of it, some of the heaviness, it's not that, it's, it's not that you have to be, do you, you get what I'm talking about? Glory gives you that vitality and that strength to move. Ah, Moses, at 120 years, Moses, he went to Mount Sinai at what age? And he came down with, where I come from, the, the, the place that God, you know, first brought me into this world before I arrived in Aberdeen. If you go there, we have mountains, we have hills, we have plateaus. It is not easy for you to go up there and start coming down even with your free hands. The man went to a mountain, collected two tablets, and still came down. Remember that he still had his staff. He still came down from the mountain. A ho- he started his ministry at what age? Eh? 80 with two tablets, coming down. In the first place, coming down anything, mountain or hill or what, it's not an easy task. Glory. Glory. It is glory. We will have this glory. We will have the glory. In the mighty name of Jesus. Glory unify you. It unites you. Glory makes you young. I, I, I've seen it in the men of God. Some of us sitting here, eh? the place that our own daddy Jew will walk to on his leg, some of us will be running after him. And I bet you we will be panting. How old is daddy Jew? 77. The fasting that the man fast. At 77. <laughs> it's all good, yeah. You know, the Bible says, the Bible, you know, make reference to such things. It says, says uh, and he was stricken in age. You know what that means? He was slapped by age. Moses was not slapped by he slapped age by the power of glory and by the help of glory father give me glory lord release your glory to me release your glory upon your church in the name of jesus glory gives god's people supernatural climate for exemption Supernatural climate. It's just it, glory alters the climate for you. You know, you are, you are in the desert. You've been living as if you are in an AC. You are in the desert. You are not feeling it. And I tell you something. We, 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 God took us through some of that in this place. We didn't see it because we just feel that it's, it's normal. He is just supposed to do it. 
If we begin to, I can guarantee you, if we, they bring the same number of people seated here, collect some of them outside, and then begin to go through them one by one, those that were hit by the last oil uh, crisis, and tell me how many of them they, they have visited GP, the, their GPs on a regular basis because of the loss of jobs. And we are sitting here, a lot of us lost jobs, but we're still moving like we're in the AC. How many of us still have our minds? How many of us are still standing? God, why? Because God just altered that temperature, altered the whole thing. Glory. It's the glory of God. Oh, we are here in Potterson. I can tell you, there are some that have come out. They've come down secretly to collect from outside, not our own people. But when we did it for the church, I can tell you how many people were coming around. Even though I know, I know, I know our people. Our people, our people. I know. Uh, yep, my people know me. My, I know my people. Hello, Hallelujah. Because I know some of us. It was just because we didn't want somebody to see us collecting. But for them, it was not like that. We know how to talk. But God saw a lot of us through. Some of us are still getting jobs. I have seen one, I've seen a parent that I knew exactly, I knew because, you know, his, his, his daughter attended the same school with my daughter. I, I, I knew this man has, I knew because of everything. Early in the morning, he was already drunk. And it was because he was lost his job. He, was, he had lost his mind because sometimes he would drop the daughter in school. You just see him wandering about there. How many of us are sitting here? But what? God's glory altered the environment, the climate for us. It's a supernatural climate. But a lot of us, you know, we just walk about, we just feel God should have done more than that. But the lesson that he's teaching us even from that, have we? May we walk in his glory. May we walk in his glory. Isaiah 4, 6 says, I will give them, he will give us his glory so that the hardship that is coming around us, when he's coming, it will branch away. The hardship came to this city. It came to Aberdeen. It did. It branched away. God made it. And whatever will come again, God will take it away by the help of his glory. In the mighty name of Jesus. So don't be afraid of darkness. Don't be afraid that darkness is covering the earth. The darkness is not for you and I. The darkness is not for you and I. But only if you access the glory. Only if you access God's glory. How do I shine then? Two things quickly and we'll pray. How do I shine? Okay, not two. More than that. Seek the glory. Seek God's glory. It is the arrival of light in your life. Arise, shine. See, your level of light is the determinant of glory in your life. So seek the glory. Number two, read the word. It is wonder impacting. The word of God is wonder impacting. Psalm 119 verse 18 says, Open my eyes that I may see wondrous things from your law. Read the word. Read the word. Possess the word. You know, that's the one that a lot of us, we, 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 we kind of, we, we get familiar with. Well, after all, they sent the word last month. It didn't work for me. So why do I need to possess this one for this month? How am I sure it's going to work? I have good news for you. You know what? Some of the times when you possess the word and you just pocket it, 
what you have done is you have just banked that one in your account for the future. Because the day it will manifest, it is then you will realize and remember that, oh, when they gave this word, I keyed into it, I received it, I possessed that word, I banked it, now I'm withdrawing it. Possess the word. Use the word to change your mindset. Use it to change your mindset. Romans 12, 2 says to us that we should do what? Renew our minds. We should wash our minds. We should renew our minds. Wash our minds. Tell the devil, I believe the word more than I believe myself. When he comes, tell him, I believe the word more than I believe myself. Because it's even by the word that I'm here. So I believe it. Declare the word. Declare the word. Now, one thing I, I discovered with us, a lot of times we declare the word, but we just declare it in the air. We just declare it. You know, we just say it. Then from here, and maybe from here, it's not even there. When we declare, the devil knows that you are talking to him. But when you declare, he knows the one that is declaring and he, he, the person really means it. And the person has the faith that what he is saying will be. And he knows the one that he knows even our standing and our sitting. And then when, when you declare even standing, he will tell you if you like, go and climb that mountain and declare. So we need to know, but we need to declare. And we need to change. We need to. That's why we need to re renew our minds. That's why we need to check even our relationship with God. That's why we need to even know where we are standing. Because there will be no, there's no point standing on the fence with God. So we declare the word. Declare it with audacity. We come up here when we're giving testimonies. It's good to say it isn't in Revelations 12, 11. Eh? We overcame the word of the Lord. We say it isn't it. But does it really come from here? I remember... My grandpa Ron, of blessed memory. You know, one of those is, you know, times that before he transitioned, and I would go to him. Uh, I, and after he maybe he has given me or told me of what he had gone through the previous night or maybe the, the few periods that I was not around. And I said to him, it is well, sir. It is well, grandpa. And he would say, do you really mean it? Do you really mean it? When you declare, do you declare with audacity? Declare the word of God with audacity. Declare it with that power, knowing that, look, you are not just you. It's not you. You know you are backing. You know what is behind you. You know the power of what you are declaring. And the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. We will all shine. In conclusion, I want to say, as the children of the supernatural, we know that there is no supernatural without the word. The word has come to us this month, and the word is glory. When we plant his words in our heart, we set ourselves up for supernatural manifestation. And that's when we can give thanks. Thanksgiving has much to do with this supernatural manifestation. Today is Thanksgiving Sunday. When it's time to dance, dance. Give him thanks. When they say give God thanks, give him genuine thanks. Thank him for the little, even the little ones that he has done. 
it has much to do with uh, supernatural manifestation. It has much to do with manifesting the supernatural, uh, supernatural harvest. And giving thanks can change circumstances we, we find ourselves in uh, for the better. And so God wants us to be thankful. A grateful heart brings a supernatural harvest. A grateful heart is a prepared ground for more of God's presence, for more of his glory. And his presence comes with his glory. His presence come with his power. His presence come with his praise. Why not tell yourself I will shine? Oh, we don't sound convinced. <laughs> Hallelujah. Arise with me. Let's pray, please. We are talking glory. 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 Glory in the name of Jesus. Glory. Glory. Why not just lift up your hands and call on that name, Jesus? Say, Jesus, I need your glory. Father, I need your glory. I can hear you. I can hear you speaking. I need you to just lift up your voices and declare, Father, I need your glory. Father, I need your glory. 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 Glory, 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 in the name of Jesus. Glory, Father, glory that will make me shine in the midst of darkness. Glory that will make me outstanding. Glory that will shield me. Glory, Lord, that will enable me. Glory that will give me direction. Glory, I need your glory. I need your glory. I need your glory, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to lift up your right hands and cry unto the Father and say, Father, I need your glory. From now onward, I need your glory. In the name of Jesus, let's begin to speak to him. Let's begin to cry unto him. Father, I need your glory. I need your glory. From now onwards, Lord, I want to live within your glory. I want to live in your glory. I want to abide in your glory. I want to do, oh God, all that I can do to, to access your glory. Father, I need your glory. Oh Lord, I need your glory. I need your glory. I need your glory. I want to walk in your glory. I want to walk in it. Oh Lord, I need your glory. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to pray, Father. Whatever will hinder me from accessing your glory, let that thing die now. Father, put that thing to rest now. In the name of Jesus, whatever will hinder me, whatever it is, oh God, whatever will hinder me from accessing your glory, Lord, let that thing die. Lord, I put an end to it. I say, let it die. 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 In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Father, we want to say thank you. Thank you, Lord, because you don't do anything by mistake. Lord, there's no coincidence with you. You plan your things and you set them aright. We thank you because you have remembered us for your glory this month. Father, oh Lord, I pray that none of us will miss out. 
in the name of Jesus. None of us, O oh Lord, will remain in darkness in the name of Jesus. Whenever we find ourselves in darkness, Father, we will shine in the mighty name of Jesus. Your glory will shine in the name of Jesus. Thank you, blessed Redeemer. In Jesus' name we have prayed. For more information on what you've heard, please visit our website at www.fountainoflove.org.uk. You'll also find other media presentations available to you. Stay blessed in Christ Jesus. Amen.